Word on Fire is brought to you by Catholic Cemeteries, serving the Chicago area since 1837. This is Cardinal Francis George, and I invite you to join me for the next few minutes to reflect with Father Robert Barron on the Word of God, which is the Word on Fire. Father Barron will challenge us to open our hearts to the Word on Fire, which is God's Word of love for each of us. If our hearts are open, the Lord can change and transform us so that we might speak with love about the one who is love. The Archdiocese of Chicago, through the generosity of Sacred Heart Parish in Winnetka, now presents The Word on Fire. Peace be with you. Friends, the Gospel for today is one of the most beautiful and important in the New Testament. It's the beginning of the Sermon on the Mount, the Eight Beatitudes. Why is this text so important? Well, it's the Son of God telling us how to be happy. In other words, it's the one who can't be wrong, who can't lie, telling us how to achieve that which all of us most basically want. What could be more compelling? The Son of God giving us the program for joy. Here's the first thing I want you to notice about this sermon. Jesus speaks not primarily here about obligation, not about law, not about demand. He talks first about joy. Joy, friends, is what Yahweh, what the Lord has wanted from the beginning. Joy is what religion is all about. Beatitudo. Everything else flows from this. Circles around it. Sure, there's moral demand. Sure, there's ethical commands. But all of it is in service, finally, of joy. I've come that your joy might be complete, says the Lord Jesus. Okay, so as we listen with great attention to this sermon, what do we hear? Can I suggest perhaps a new way of ordering these famous eight Beatitudes? I'll suggest that we begin with these two. Blessed are the merciful and blessed are the peacemakers. Why those two? Because these two name, I think, the very heart of the spiritual program. Because they name the ways that we participate most directly in the divine life. Look. One of the most important words to describe God in the Old Testament is chesed. We might translate that as tender mercy. The New Testament version of this can be found in the first letter of John, when John says with great simplicity, God is love. As I've often said to you, it's not that God has love, not that God loves from time to time, but that's what God is in his very essence. Everything else we say about God should be seen, therefore, as an aspect of this hesed, of this tender mercy, of this love. We speak of God's justice, good, God's anger, God's passion, God's moral demand. All of it is finally expressive of this great quality. Okay. Therefore, if you want to be happy, Jesus is saying, you should want to be like God. Chesed is compassion. 
feeling the feelings of the other. Love, in the New Testament sense, is willing the good of the other as other. Break out of that narrow space of your own ego. Reach out in compassion, love, tender mercy to the other, and you will be like God, and therefore you will be happy. You will have beatitudo. That's what he's saying. Therefore, blessed are the merciful. Show mercy and you'll find joy. Secondly, God is essentially peace, harmony, consonance. Why? Well, because God is a play of persons. He's a play of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. God is not a monolith, but rather a communio. He is love, the Father who loves, the Son who is love, the Spirit who is the love between the Father and the Son. God is a community, a communio of peace. More to it, when God creates, he creates in a nonviolent manner. Not wrestling something into submission, God creates from nothing. He creates through a sheerly generous, peaceful, nonviolent word. Let there be light, and there's light. When the risen Jesus appears to his disciples, he says to them, Shalom, peace. Oh, this peace that comes from the far side of death, this shalom, this peace that comes from the very heart of God, that's what Jesus offers to his disciples and to the church. Therefore, listen, when you make peace, you are participating in the divine life. Has said mercy, yes, also peace. And therefore, if you're a peacemaker, you'll be called, as the Beatitude says, a son or daughter of God, because you will have participated in the divine life itself. You want to be happy? Seek mercy and peace. Become a conduit of these two things. Now, let's look at two other Beatitudes. With those two in mind, once the goals are clear, once you know, okay, that's what my life should be about, then you should want them with all your heart and all your soul and all your strength. You should desire them in a clear and focused way. So listen now to this beatitude. Blessed are they who hunger and thirst for righteousness. What do you hunger and thirst for? That's a good spiritual question now on the eve of Lent. What do you hunger and thirst for? Now, be honest. When you wake up in the morning and you say, I'm going to seek certain things today. You know, it's like success, money, power, fame, the aggrandizement of my ego. What is it? What do you seek? Jesus is saying, you'll be happy. You'll have beatitudo if you seek. You hunger and thirst Not for those petty things, but for righteousness. And that means for mercy and for peace. Unless you're seeking the divine life with all your heart, something is off in you and will conduce to unhappiness. Here's a related one. Blessed are the clean of heart. Some translations say the pure of heart. What does that mean? 
That means that you have one clear desire, one clear focus in your heart. For the Hebrews, that meant the very depth of the self. It meant the very center of you. Kierkegaard, the philosopher, said that a saint is someone whose life is about one thing. What he meant was cleanness of heart. What's in your heart? Is it cluttered? Unclean? Unfocused? You seek in all sorts of things? Seek this one thing with purity of heart. Seek to be like God, and you'll be happy. Now, having surveyed these four Beatitudes, can I suggest the remaining four can be seen in a clearer light? Because the remaining four Beatitudes now give us the conditions that make this central desire possible. They articulate the means by which this great end can best be achieved. Friends, one of the principal blocks to attaining mercy and peace is a preoccupation with material things. Oh, there's so many of us in this boat. We convince ourselves that we won't have beatitudo. We won't be happy unless we have enough stuff. Unless we filled up the cage of our ego with all kinds of good things, material things, what wealth can buy. We become attached to wealth, and therefore we don't seek mercy. We don't seek to be peacemakers. We seek to be money makers. Therefore, if you want to be happy, Jesus says, you've got to rid yourself of that attachment. Now listen to this beatitude. Blessed are the poor in spirit. How blessed you are. Lucky you are. Happy you are. If you're not addicted to material things, because if you're not, then you can seek mercy and peace with cleanness of heart. Another block to attaining the divine life, we get hung up on good feelings. We think, well, we won't be happy, we won't have beatitudo unless we feel good all the time. If negative experiences flood into our lives, we convince ourselves that we're not content. You know, friends, in fact, this has very little to do with it. Because sometimes chesed, tender mercy, love, hurt deeply. Anyone listening to me over the age of maybe 18 knows the truth of what I'm saying. Authentic compassion, authentic mercy and love will sometimes hurt, yes, deeply. They're not always accompanied by pleasant emotions. Therefore, you must rid yourself of the attachment to good feelings if you are to be truly happy. And that's why Jesus says, blessed are you who mourn. It's not masochism. It's saying, blessed are you who are not addicted to good feelings, not attached to them. Therefore, you're able to seek what you truly want for happiness. Another block to attaining mercy and peace? A preoccupation with power. Oh, many of us convince ourselves that we will not be happy, we won't have beatitudo, unless we're powerful. Oh, you can see it in business and politics, of course, but see it too in the wider culture and see it, 
Yes, even in your family and your circle of friends, power can become an all-consuming need. But you know, sometimes, in fact, I'd say oftentimes, chesed, compassion, tender mercy, means the letting go of power. Therefore, how happy you will be, how lucky you'll be, how much beatitudo you'll have if you're not attached to power. So Jesus says, blessed are the meek. You see what he's saying? Blessed are you if you find that freedom. Finally, an obsession with being liked can prevent the realization of the divine life in us. Many of us predicate our lives upon the approval of others. We might not care that much about money or power, but we crave the esteem of our colleagues and fine titles. But friends, again, doing the will of God, becoming a person of chesed, mercy, tender, compassion, sometimes can involve anything but approval. Just look at Christ crucified. In fact, look at the lives of the saints. How very often the saints are anything but popular. How often they're deeply disapproved of, dismissed as fools and charlatans. Therefore, listen, blessed are they who are persecuted for the sake of righteousness. Blessed are you when they insult you and utter every kind of evil against you because of me. You see what he's saying? How happy you are if you're not attached to the approval of others because then you can achieve mercy and peace with cleanness of heart. You can hunger and thirst for what is right. So friends, here it is, the program. You want to be happy? Incorporate these eight Beatitudes as the structuring elements of your life. We have the guarantee of the Son of God. And God bless you. I hope that you were moved today by the word on fire. I pray that together we might become a people on fire with love for God and neighbor here in Chicago and wherever these words are heard. Until we join Father Barron again next week, I'm Cardinal Francis George. God bless you. The cemetery ministry is a core ministry of our Catholic faith tied to the corporal works of mercy. Cardinal George says, It's comforting to know that our Catholic cemeteries are caring for the remains of our loved ones awaiting the resurrection. There are 43 Archdiocese of Chicago cemeteries willing to help you during times of loss. Call 708-449-6100 for assistance. Catholic Cemeteries, serving the Catholic community since 1837.